0: It's a it's a big day. It's an important national holiday. Um,
1: well, shit. <laughs> that's, that's how
0: I feel, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just, uh, yeah. How's how's your Fourth of July?
1: Woo buddy! Yeah. Like yeah. I said, if I I'm making kimchi today, and I'm yeah. gonna watch some YouTube videos, and if I do that. I feel like I accomplished things. I'm. Um,
0: I think I'm the not- most the most American thing that I'm doing today, and hopefully the only American thing I'm doing today, is I am preparing some meatloaf. But uh, yeah, Ooh. I'm trying to avoid. So I was saying, I, I think, love a good
1: meated loaf.
0: Indeed, yes, a loaf of meat. Um, <laughs> I was telling some other folks. I said, you know, I think my favorite Fourth of July was about two years ago when I was in Toronto at the time. So <laughs> no one, nothing happened, and no one cared. So. Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Last night was great because there were sporadic fireworks from about oh yeah 8 p.m. to 10:30 p.m. I love I love that when I'm trying to sleep. Love they were that close by you. too. Yeah. So like
1: the thing is uh, the thing is that uh, you know unfortunately or fortunately some of our fireworks things have been closed. Like the state has yeah. exercised its. Injust authority over the people Ugh, yes and it has closed some of the fireworks shows but there's still two that are happening tonight mm-hmm. um which i'm not super excited about uh yeah i just don't I, care i don't care i don't know i don't care i i i As became I've like older. an old Grunt, gr- gr- grunch. I almost say grunge That's yeah. like <laughs> grunch. That's a new uh, word. That is we're a bunch word. of grunches. <laughs> grunch. We're grunches. <laughs> we're, I gotta put "we're" because so I don't forget the context here later. Yeah, we're grunches. Um, which is like a grumbly Grinch, right? About uh, holidays in general, but like I'm not. I don't care about fireworks. I've seen I all I the fireworks. find fireworks,
0: fireworks pointless, um, and I actually wonder about the effects all, they have on air quality because some of those large fireworks displays are ridiculous. Knowledge. Um, I don't know why we need to set fire to the sky on a particular yes. day every year. I, yeah, um, it's, it's just- <laughs> I, I'm more and more too. My general feeling is that displays of patriotism uh, in support of a place where you happened to be born just does not make a lot of sense to me. I don't. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. I'm not a, yeah, I mean, uh, I was thinking about this in the shower today that I have more in common with the working people of every nation than with the rulers of any any particular nation. He's so, on fire! Yeah. Yeah, just a
1: couple of working class grunches right here. Grunches. Uh, part of the, part of the mass uh, proletariat.
0: Yeah. I don't, I mean, like, what? Just because I, I was know. born here, why is that? <laughs> I don't know. I
1: think that the <laughs> fact that there's just like, less and less of uh, there's just less and less to celebrate about this country there's a
0: lot of <laughs> heightened contradictions and they have become very heightened lately that on on the one hand you know you have people who will um you know talk about black lives matter or any number of other things on friday and then on saturday they lo- they're like america greatest country woohoo jets fighter jets eagles etc and it's like mm, i feel like you're compartmentalizing a little time, too much there.
1: I don't want to begrudge anybody having fun watching the the fires go boom in the sky. What like that's the thing is like you feel like a jerk. Like this is what I was saying earlier. I don't want to be a wet blanket, like, but I don't want I feel like people a big to
0: jerk. To, yeah. I don't know. I I don't want to be a wet blanket, but I also don't want people to like I don't know. Because the thing is being unpatriotic is also bad. So <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it seems, though, just, that Twitter agrees with us because um, All Countries uh, Matter is currently trending. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> what? It's, like, it's like a moth to the flame. Yeah. So go,
0: every liberal, to the po- dumbest possible thing. It is It is kind of amusing, but, like, I don't know. You're not gotcha-ing anyone. <laughs>
1: it's not. You, did, this you, haven't,
0: the, you haven't owned anyone.
1: That's the premise. <laughs> that's, like, the false premise upon which all liberal owns stand right is that right the 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 my opponent actually believes in the things that they are saying yeah, and my, like my actually cares about be, critical thinking they've really yeah. this is an argument no they don't care they're what
0: <laughs> yeah your opponents are not shamed by hypocrisy they literally yeah, do not care
1: they literally do not care prefer not to. they just it's not you're not gonna
0: win Anyway, one of the non-American things that I've been doing is I've been enjoying some sparkling lemonade that I got at the store. It, it is, I learned Ooh. French sparkling lemonade. So there you go. Hui. I
1: love a I I love it. I love A the good, uh, Italiano, that <laughs> stuff that's the sand. Have you had the San Pellegrino where it's like oh, sparkling yes. water with like a yes, hint I of have. like
0: yes, bl- I love, orange juice? I love the blood <sighs> orange of that. It's very good.
1: I'm, not gonna, have, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go down to the the service station on the corner because they they carry many good. Bev- they're like a you know the beverage service stations where it's like yeah yeah oh, yeah yes. we got gasoline but like
0: really this you're is gonna, really gonna want to come inside <laughs> yeah <laughs> we got a lot of beverage
1: we got a lot of beverages eh?
0: yeah yeah no yeah no, um yes uh, the gas station nearest to me is like that and it is it is good. Yeah. So I yes, I, I think, think today it's... today is a day that calls for some kind of beverage.
1: Yeah, I've yeah. got beverage like right now. This is the thing I do that that beguiles and boggles the mind of mm. people when I tell them this. But I've just got a big thing of tonic water here, mm. and I just drink straight tonic water.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Which you've upgraded from from sparkling water <laughs> to tonic water.
1: I mean, I switch back and forth every once. Like I want to want a little bit of the flavor. Mm-hmm. i get that that tonic I feel like water drinking
0: drinking tonic water is very like 19th century sort of thing it's like it's got- oh i went down to the pharmacist and got some tonic water for my joints <laughs>
1: he bled me a little bit <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was i did very well in the I, leaching so he gave I me got free tonic t- water I got, a,
1: I got a tooth pulled and had a milkshake at the same uh, time mm. yeah i don't i i don't know but i like it uh most people think it only belongs in a gin and tonic um but
0: i that's, don't I have mean, that's gin not, so like it's not illegal so i don't know why you would think that
1: <laughs> it's just got that sour quinine taste that makes you pucker a little bit mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: and it's stopping me from getting malaria I haven't gotten malaria once
0: right So yeah. there you go there say you what go.
1: you will haters
0: right anyhow you know happy happy fourth uh, of july
1: Thank you Speaking of America and consumerism.
0: Oh, yes. You, you I did a consumerism. A uh, yeah. My, so I believe we mentioned that I ordered a chair, and the chair has arrived now. It arrived that's in wow. a large box, a large, heavy box, um, and came in two pieces. Very American. I'm Excuse too dumb to put it together myself. So basically, all you do is you put the, the, the chair part on the wheels part, and you're good to go. Oh, and that's then you so sit nice. in it. That's actually a step of the assembly is sit in a (laughs) chair.
1: (laughs) I've never gotten a chair that wasn't like at least three or four pieces, if not more. Yeah. So that's nice. I kind of wish that it was
0: more because I wanted to have like an activity, you know, make an activity out of it. But instead it was just like, oh, Uh I guess I'm done. But then you have the activity of, because this has very adjustable uh, armrests because they can move up and down, but also side to side and in and out and rotate so
1: wow.
0: it's uh, yeah, it's actually almost a little they're almost too adjustable because if I lean on them in just the right way, they move a little bit. But but the cool Man. thing about this chair is that it's designed for you to sit sideways in it, which is why when
1: you've you've told me that you've been, every time you mentioned this chair, you said, oh, I love this chair because I can sit sideways and I go, cool. But really, I have no idea of understanding what that means. So now,
0: basically, you know, you're sitting in a chair. The back is at your back. Yeah. Now imagine basically rotating the chair ninety degrees underneath you. So now the back is like your cushioning side. your shoulder. Yeah. And you can sit like that in this chair. They say Why this chair is wanna... designed for for um to allow for movement, natural body movement.
1: Why would you want to I can't imagine wanting to do that?
0: Well, here's the thing about me, I'm very fidgety, so I can't just sit okay. in one place. Oh. I have to be like moving around from time to time. Oh. So it okay. is helpful. Also, you know, I, I, like, I like I like to sit have... on my chair sideways and say, "You know, we've had fun today." But I think the real lesson
1: <laughs> You got, can you do the Riker thing in it where
0: you just lift your
1: leg over it and
0: Oh, not quite, but I no. wish. <laughs> 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 I think the armrest would complicate that a little bit. But yeah, no.
1: My chair, I have the same chair at home as I do at work. Mm. Um, because I like it and it has no arms. Well, I I didn't put the arms on my home version, but I have the arms at my work version, and I can never decide which I like better. Mm. But the no yeah, arms, you mean, know, I could I, sit.
0: I go through phases let me try. where it's like, I don't want the arm.
1: Uh, <laughs> let me try it right now. And we could just, I'm going to try, try and. Uh,
0: uh, how do I this is good Foley work s-
1: Sideways. Here. <laughs> ah. Oh, hit that. Okay.
0: Here but just look at me now. This is weird. right now i I am completely disoriented (laughs) i just uh (laughs) i don't know about
1: it like i have Uh, to have a wide stance in order to make this right situation we're the only things in here not upside down (laughs) okay okay let me get let me get i gotta move it again Uh, uh.
0: now that's
1: (laughs) oh no i knocked over cans
0: okay by the avocado uh, uh, dog.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, see? Uh, okay, here we go.
0: <laughs> now, see, I believe that you actually did that, but we're not going to... That could have just been you messing around the whole time. <laughs> just making exertion noises. <laughs> just it's like, It's very complicated, ow, my oh, setup here. Oof. Yeah. Come
1: <laughs> Speaking of exertion... Uh, Ugh. Uh well no hey I want to stick on your chair because I'm very happy for you sorry I didn't. oh
0: thank you do you have more you. Yes. about your chair yeah no that was it you know it's good okay. I I it's a it's a nice chair it's it's cool to sit in for a while see
1: now that's good that's good
0: yeah you don't want to yeah. get
1: swampy butt, you
0: know precisely yes and that was my biggest concern but of course you know my other chair had developed a tear so something had to be done so I can't every time I hear a
1: tear now <laughs> I. <laughs> I think of something else mm, mm, because mm. of pregnant what? Ones, friends oh. who ber- oh recently birthed. Mm. So now, mm. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> moving on. Um, speaking of tears, uh, live live TV streaming services basically uh just ripped themselves into i'm never gonna financially recover from this yeah
0: um they're just cable now what we did is we reinvented cable but rather than rather than plugging it into your tv uh you plug it into your computer um so you know these live tv streaming services i think the first big one was sling tv Right. Uh, Which was, was at the time, I don't know if it still is a subsidiary of Dish Network. And then they proliferated fairly quickly because they realized there was a demand for this sort of thing. And the the sort of benefit of it was that it would give you a relatively small number of channels, sort of a la carte or close to a la carte. That way you didn't have to pay the big price to get all the channels, most of which you don't watch. I mean because that was like, like
1: the big thing with Sling TV like even their ads you know right. was Yeah. and oh it's yeah, like it's look you get car. the
0: good channels you you get you know you don't get QVC cuz you don't watch QVC. Yeah. Um yeah. And, and so that started out at $20 a month which was quite reasonable. Um we had then, it we had it but
1: it was it was never it didn't ever quite work it was very Sling TV garbo. in particular
0: was was uh often troubled by load Uh, and would get taken down during like very popular programs, uh, you know, like the Super Bowl and things like that. Um, then you had PlayStation view, which was a Sony product that started at $30 a month, uh, and then was discontinued, um, after rising to $50 a month. Um, AT&T TV now, formerly direct TV now started at $35 a month, which was already quite expensive compared to the competition. Um, Has now risen to fifty five dollars a month and has lost over a million customers over the past year and a half because AT and T literally doesn't know how to run TV services. AT and T bought DirecTV and has basically destroyed it. So, uh, cool, good for them. Yeah, good work. Um, Hulu Live TV that was a big thing. Hulu for a while, you know, it was just a place we could watch, um, you know, on demand television. Then they added their their TV streaming. Service, which started at $40, and that was a premium price, but it was like, well, you get the whole Hulu back catalog and live TV streaming. That's now $55. Um, But I think the most egregious one is YouTube TV, Google's service, which started at $35 a month for a pretty reasonable selection of TV channels um, and has now risen. I think uh, there's been like three price raises, and it's now $65 a month and has as many channels as like a basic cable package. And in fact, it's now more expensive than most basic cable packages when you, when you bundle them with internet. So this is great. Um, We haven't solved anything here. (laughs) And and you see that this isn't viable. Like PlayStation view was discontinued because it isn't viable to try and run one of these services at these price points because ultimately you're still paying the network's money uh, you know, and they'll get their money whether they get it from a cable provider or a streaming TV provider because they they have the content, and like if you want to carry the content that they have, you have to pay them the money that they demand. That's just sort of how it works. So yeah. like that, this won't be solved. We won't have like a cheap TV service thing, and until somehow the whole network system like goes away or is replaced. But they I found a grift and they're going to... don't gonna...
1: know. It's, it's annoying because now it's like, well, now what are we going to do? Because like my family, we all went in on YouTube TV mm-hmm. so that you you can... But the difference between cable and something like YouTube TV, one of these uh, streaming services is that at least you can share them between multiple people in different geographical right. locations.
0: Yeah, because you can watch it on the go, right? It's not tethered to a particular physical location. Right.
1: So, in that sense, you know it is nice, but I don't know, man I, but is it sixty
0: five dollars a month nice yeah, when you were paying thirty five
1: well, especially like my my brother is the one who's who owns it, mm. and he's a sports guy, and so for him, it was a matter of well, there's no sports, like
0: right, yeah,
1: so you're paying all this more all this money, but there's no sport, and i mean, look, there's no new t v either there's no the only places that have anything new really are like some streaming services have stuff that are like, well, this was too crappy to put out before, but you know uh, right. the hogs are hungry, so we'll give them this yeah. swill. <laughs> <laughs> we're,
0: we're scraping the literal bottom of the barrel here, uh, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. So, whew. ah, I don't know. That was a big old sneeze.
0: Yeah. I just think it's I just think it's interesting to watch all of this and, you know, I don't know. I mean, the thing is uh that people have been canceling their their cable um for <laughs> for a long time uh yeah. and, but like the alternative if you want to watch live TV is no longer better. Um but I don't know, but then you have people like me like I just I don't watch live TV. I watch YouTube. So Right. And that is to me Mostly free. I pay for the ad free YouTube because I watch enough YouTube to get annoyed yeah. by the number of ads. But like the videos themselves don't cost me money <laughs> unless I choose to like subscribe to the Patreon of the person making it. So yeah, yeah it's just more interesting, I, you know. It's like YouTube. There are a lot, like we were talking about a YouTube series before before we started recording. Um, things that would not go on network TV because just like where how would you even where would they go? You know so. Yeah, that's where I, I'm at with it. I
1: use network TV for basically California's gold <laughs> and to and for news and for um sports. It was like really mm-hmm. the only things I watch on my YouTube TV. Yeah,
0: I admit when back when the debates were a thing and I wanted to watch them, um, you know, some of them were still on networks that are like, "Oh, you don't pay for our network, then you don't get to watch the debate, which is like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to do. I'm starting to think, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm starting to think like, do we get cable and do I build a more robust Plex server? hmm And with the, with the cloud DVR stuff that you can do with Plex. And then I'm thinking, Boy, that sounds like way more money and a lot of work, and I don't yeah, know, and it's a
0: thing you have to maintain, which is you know, yeah,
1: which yeah, you know that's a pain in the butt, it's already kind of a pain in the butt, so I don't know, yeah. but uh just yeah it's a it's a bummer all around, I think mm-hmm. so this week's uh do we have the sponsor music anymore did that did that there we go whoa this sponsor music man
0: i can get some different sponsor music if you'd like i've got no
1: a- no no i like it no keep playing it oh well wait a minute this is pretty good
0: here in my garage just bought this uh new <laughs> oh no wait that's i'm sorry that was a mistake uh yeah, let's do this one
1: <laughs> okay uh this week's uh episode is sponsored by idle curiosities which is a podcast
0: Indeed, uh, hosted by some of our friends. It's a good podcast. You should, you should listen go to listen it. to it. We'll Search hopefully remember for, to link it.
1: <laughs> we'll have to find the link later. It's uh, you want to hear about um, ants biting a child's pee pee?
0: Mm, who doesn't?
1: <laughs> uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of Judaism. There's a for some inexplicably there's a lot of um. Midwestern knowledge. This it's a good show for me because I learn about all these Midwestern things, mm, mm-hmm. and I feel like that brings us closer together here. It does, yeah. Very similar, yeah.
0: except you know, uh, you know. So I'm from the Midwest. You're from the West Coast. Their dynamic yeah. is Midwest East Coast. So
1: right, they're yeah. almost like the mirror version of us, if you think. Kind about of,
0: it. Yeah. yeah. But they
1: do hmm. like a bunch of work to create their show, so it's based off of their their Google search histories. Yeah. Each yeah, week.
0: I, I'm a little jealous of the effort they that they put in, but um,
1: Yeah. They do they do uh what what's it transcripts of their show? Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Editing. Uh um, they do
1: tight editing. We don't do any of that. Yeah. And I this is my promise that. that we will never do that. <laughs> We want
0: you to have the full unfiltered experience.
1: Yeah, you want to make a transcript of our show? Go for it. I have a robot that does the that that does like AI transcripts of our show. I read that sometimes.
0: (laughs) Do you read that? (laughs) They're not good,
1: (laughs) especially because it includes the soundboards. Right. Yeah. So, like, I'm gonna go in here real quick and pull up um the our latest episode. Go ahead, sir. You had a question and it's a HTML file here. Um, Andrew. Well, um, let's see. I don't know how to start this episode, but you know, a lot of people don't have to start the podcast. You know, they gave and, but then they're just like, right. I'm now I'm completely disoriented. The idea is to try and, um, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's like, uh, it's gibberish. It's kind of, yeah. I mean, you kind of could get the idea of what we're talking about. Let us know if you want to read the computer um, transcript sometime because we can send them to you
0: (laughs) to order tramps of this program. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope to
1: (laughs) we should do that. We should really do that. Um, I don't even know how to get into this, but it was an idea that that. Somebody came up
0: with, was it you? I I think it was me. I can't remember I, at this point. <laughs> I'm afraid that got, claiming that it was me, that it wasn't me, but sure.
1: Listen, season, season four, let's just acknowledge that there's stuff that's been sitting in the dock.
0: It's been marinating for some it's, time.
1: And, you know, sometimes when you're marinating something for that long, you open up the, the bag and you're like, what is this?
0: Right. Yeah, you're like, what did I put? What did I put in the smoker again? I don't remember.
1: You pull it out and you you throw it on the grill, and inshallah, it's actually edible, yeah. but you don't quite know. Right. This is one of those. I thought it was pretty funny, um, but we should start. We're thinking that we should start doing cancellations for the dead. Yeah. So they're like proxy, the proxy baptisms that happen in in uh, the Mormon
0: uh, religion. Right. Um or you can baptize someone after the fact, basically. Right, right. Yeah. Um. But now we can. This... Now we can. Now we can cancel them. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. So this. I believe the idea for this came from a tweet that was calling out. Um. Uh. You know. Um. Or basically, there was a collection of tweets. Um. That people were going on about about various celebrities. Um. Found to have done blackface, and it included among them Judy Garland who is not, not currently living and has not been living for some time. So I'm remembering the details of this now. So I postulated that we, we could do um, cancellations for the dead wherein we, you know, um, basically stamp a big canceled thing on their headstone or something like that (laughs) (laughs) and have like a ceremony.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (coughs) Yeah. So watch out. Not like, you know, everyone's everyone's scared of the modern cancel culture that it will come for them. Yeah. But I think a lot of people aren't thinking it could also come for your ancestors. You,
0: you won't be able to tweet through it when you're dead. That's all I'm <laughs> saying.
1: Yeah, so just you know, keep your head on a swivel
0: mm-hmm. and be better, okay? Uh speaking of tweeting through it, <clears throat> this has been this has been I've been paying attention. So I haven't I've been off of work this week for the for the holiday. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm thank, thank you, week. America yeah yeah but well, by the you. way manda- mandatory i didn't have a choice it was mandatory vacation that's how this works <laughs> 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 truly american um yeah uh so i've been paying attention to twitter a lot more than usual because i have nothing else to do with my time um and before you ask it's been bad my mental health is in a very frayed state um <laughs> But um something that has broken out this week was um venture capitalists have been harassing um journalists, but one journalist in particular, Taylor Lorenz, who we've I think mentioned on the program before. Um, she does a lot of journalism about um like popular culture and technology. Um not mm-hmm. not tech reporting like, oh, the new MacBook, but tech reporting like here's how teens are using TikTok to uh, you know, date or things like that um interesting technological trends um and uh so venture capitalists have been basically harassing her this whole week um basically because um they they interpreted some tweet that she made about the founder or the co-founder of away do you remember that whole debacle the the luggage company
1: oh yeah Mm mm-hmm
0: yeah, so the so the the co-founder of Away um earlier this week um w- did like a Q&A on Instagram with like the Instagram stories thing and made some some big post where um you know basically someone asked her I don't know it was some dumb question and she had a very silly response that proved that she hadn't learned nothing from the whole Away debacle mm-hmm, last mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. Was that <laughs> earlier this <laughs> right. year? I can't remember. Um so then uh Taylor Lorenz made a tweet that that pointed out the um, that pointed that fact out, basically. And then venture capitalists proceeded to um, attack her and say, you know, basically um, using her to launder all their complaints about the media. Um, and the reason this is, is because venture capitalists are used to tech media sort of giving them fawning coverage of like the companies that they invest in or things like that. Right. Right. You get get glowing coverage of your stupid app or whatever. Um, but that has stopped happening as we've realized that, um, perhaps apps are a little more serious and they have social consequences. Um, Yeah. and now that the technology industry is being critiqued more, all the venture capitalists are upset about it because, um, people aren't just, uh, you know, fawning, and uh, showering them with praise anymore. Um, So there's one guy in particular. uh, His name is uh, Balaji Srinivasan. Um, And just so you know a little bit about him, he used to be the chief technology officer at Coinbase, the Bitcoin company. Uh, So we love that. I don't know about you, but my rule is that I am suspicious of anyone who's done anything in a professional capacity related to cryptocurrency. Um, Yeah. Just seems like a good (laughs) rule to follow um but yeah so he's done several tweets um basically um uh attacking taylor uh you know um inciting harassment of her basically it's been very dumb um and of course the reason he can get away with this is because he's like a powerful guy with lots of money um but it's all, it's all very dumb um <clears throat> and uh it happened later in the week that quite a lot of um journalists and other tech related folks started jumping in to defend um, Taylor from from all of these dumb attacks that have come from people like uh, Balaji, also Jason Calacanis, which I'm sure is a name that you recognize. Oh, oh um, why, I forgot really about him. grade oh, A dumbass. I, uh, every
1: time someone brings up Jason Calacanis, it's like, why do I have to remember this guy again? I know,
0: he yeah. He was... So oh. he's he's known uh well known for um not only being a complete dumbass but also a lot of failed ventures um that he claims were successes. Um and uh um let's see. He had he had a good uh uh set of tweets um which is, I posted. He's Mr. M-
1: Mr. Mahalo.
0: He's Mr. Mahalo. Yes, he tried to take tried, on Google. And, he tried to make uh, he
1: tried to make a Yahoo thing again. Yeah right we don't want us you don't want a search engine we want a directory
0: yeah perhaps this most successful startup was Weblogs Inc which I believe created Engadget which like cool whatever Um, but uh, um, uh, let me find this real quick because it was it was uh, sort of delightful (laughs) Um, the
1: thing about the thing I remember Mahalo because I remember uh, somehow I swindled away into like creating pages mm -hmm. on it (laughs)
0: Oh, dear. <laughs>
1: and that's how I knew, oh, yeah, this this probably isn't trustworthy. Yeah.
0: So a um a reporter for The Information um made a series of tweets that said, people like Balaji and Jason should talk more to journalists. They lack the basic understanding of how reporting works. Critical stories come about because people tell us things, in the best cases, because they're unhappy about how things are and want them to change. And then Jason replied to this guy and said, hey, dummy, I created the original version of The Information in 1996. It was called Silicon Alley Reporter. It makes... It made $12 a year, was a 300-page magazine, and had 50-plus journalists on staff. I created WebBlogs, Inc., which had the number one blog in the world and five of the top 25. Eleven years ago, I started one of the first podcasts in the world, which has 25 million listeners a year and does millions in revenue. It's called This Week in Startups. I've done more in journalism in a year than you will likely do in a lifetime. Put some respect on my name. Uh, that being said, I hope you eclipse all my success in your life. Sincerely, a good start would be Googling someone's name before you pop off on them on social media. And Tom replied and said, Hey, Jason, you and I know each other back from the LA tech scene and your mahalo inside.com days. You've also asked me to be on your podcast before. Don't even need to Google you. So just an incredible <laughs> cell phone from Jason there, which is typical of his, um, uh, lack of thoroughness in this regard. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, let's see. So you have Jason Calacanis. You have this Balaji guy. You have, um, you have uh, one of the guys from Andreessen Horowitz, Ben Horowitz. Um, and uh, yeah, just, just a, a who's who of terrible people um, who are just wasting time. Um, but the fun thing is that there's, there's this app that they have called Clubhouse, and it is exactly what it sounds like. Um, it's basically <laughs> an invite-only audio chat app. Um, oh, cool and so they all got on there on wednesday night and they complained that journalists have too much power um and uh let's see what was the uh there was a particularly um stupid thing that one of them said well first Belagi accused um taylor of being a racist because she is uh, basically suggested that she's afraid of brown men which is <laughs> cool and great um Ah, oh, where was it? There was the... Uh, These
1: people just really do not like to be challenged, like, in any don't, way. They like, don't think...
0: Yeah, they, they don't believe that really, you should challenge them in any way.
1: They've never really experienced substantial friction in their life. You know, yeah. everything's just so frictionless for them. Mm-hmm. And the moment they, they get any sort of pushback, it's like, Oh, I'm being attacked. <laughs> right. It's like, oh... Yeah.
0: So uh, the fun thing is that this audio conversation got recorded and leaked. So nan- then they were Ooh. all crowing about um, illegal recordings and things like that. And then Balaji put up a his, twinned, his pinned tweet, his, his twinned Pete his at the moment, um, is him soliciting uh, uh, with a reward of um, $1,000 in Bitcoin for the best meme about um, this whole incident as well as $1,000 in Bitcoin for the best legal analysis as to his options regarding the illegal recording. I just want to say that $1,000 in Bitcoin is definitely going to get you the best legal representation that money can buy. (laughs) um also no, these are, how these are would the... you
1: know it's good legal representation yeah it, like it, if you were qualified enough to know if it was good you wouldn't need it because you could do it yourself right <laughs> these people are so dumb
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it just comes from a complete misunderstanding of the purpose of journalism which is not to do your pr for you so grow up yeah
1: Oh man, that made me mad, and then I was like, "Let's move on to something else." But now I'm gonna be even madder. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, um, y- you heard of this coronavirus thing? Oh
1: my gosh, I don't, I don't know why it turned everyone. It's like secretly finding out everyone in your life is is a, a an actor in some elaborate
0: yeah Uh, right it feels a little bit like a truman show kind of thing
1: that's what it feels like because it's like everybody is being so stupid and doing so many stupid things and you'll be talking with them and you'll think you're on the same page and then they'll reveal like that they oh that they like went to an orgy Mm -hmm. and -hmm. it's like huh yeah (laughs) yeah wait what (laughs) like am i the only one actually like Wearing a mask when I go out and like basically avoiding contact with people that's unnecessary. Right. Like, yeah. this seems like a baseline thing to do in a pandemic, but everyone well, else is like, is, uh, not.
0: we've decided that the pandemic is basically over because we got tired of staying inside. Um, so it's fine now. We've decided, um, you can just, go out and about. Um, I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. I don't, it, it's, yeah. Um, the fact that, you know, um, we keep breaking new records every day on number of new cases um, as we continue to keep things open. Um, we saw some movement on that at the very end of this week. But, uh, yeah, still, it's um, I guess we're just going to we're just going to power through it. Uh, and act it's just like-
1: wild because it's even people that are like what what to steal a phrase from a friend, the the Johns Hopkins dashboard warriors, like that are like just ingesting the pipeline of data
0: right, even though the big people, line go up, but they don't process it.
1: they don't process it. and they're like, go on like weekend weekends with the huge group of friends. And it's like,
0: yeah. like It's like, no, you can't be doing that now.
1: disconnect. I- like. I feel like I'm not a smart... This is the thing. I don't feel like I'm that smart of a person. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm a big brain genius. You know, I don't have a degree in biology. But like, I learned in my freshman biology class how viruses work Mm -hmm. (laughs) on a very basic level.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And how they can be transmitted through particles in the air. Mm -hmm. And it's like... Nobody can get the basics of how this thing works and right. all of it becomes this sort of theoretical metaphysical thing that you can like argue and reason about and Damn. not like just a scientific fact about
0: yeah, no, I, I, like uh, the nature
1: of reality. <laughs>
0: I saw a TikTok today from an account called the Teen Republican uh, where he had he had posted that, uh, you know, masks, uh, you know, don't make a difference to coronavirus. So I reported it as misleading COVID-19 information and TikTok said that it does not violate their policies, which uh, very cool. Uh cool very cool tiktok very cool um yeah you know we've got a debate over whether masks matter which is silly uh put on your mask mask it or casket those are your choices yeah. mask um or casket. and yeah people want to go outside and have fun and i i understand that it is difficult because it's very nice outside and you want to go be with friends and other people but you cannot you have to i'm i'm not suggesting that it's not going to be uh, boring or painful but that's what you have to do because this if you thing- don't you are putting yourselves and others at risk
1: I think the thing that's really hard for me to grasp is I, I, I feel like there's two wolves inside of me you know mm, uh, mm. <laughs> <and> one, <laughs> one wolf is like my this, this
0: sounds like some some ideology here I like
1: it. <laughs> it's it's like one wolf is my feeling of like yeah it 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 in my past which was this like kind of like libertarian-ish like you know um, reject modernity
0: embrace kind tradition.
1: of vibe <laughs> the, the, embrace tradition reject modernity like I do kind of have that in in I, there's a little bit of a traditionalist like natural like romantic side mm. to me like but in the classical meaning of romanticism right like right that like what's natural is better what's old and tried and true is probably better like we don't and I really think, <laughs> and i think about like what would happen if if all of a sudden we everyone in this time period switched places with the people who were in the time period of like uh the great depression and world war 2 Mm, like mm-hmm. I mean I mean the story would have been completely different like we 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 can't even handle the fact of like just don't go out,
0: right, yeah, <laughs>
1: nobody's asking you to like use vouchers to reclaim turnips right at, at, yeah, and you can only drive like every other day, like we're not to the point of national sacrifice. Right. That we've it's experienced just, we all, in other times, and we were, we're inside we're for failing. two months,
0: <laughs> and now we're, we're fed failing up.
1: So cataclycer. and but then there's the other wolf inside of me that's like, yeah, life really sucks now. Though people are so alienated, they're so, um, like deprived uh, mm. materially in their lives. They're so beat down. There's rampant like mental health crisis going on. Yeah. So it, it is a different situation, but these like two conflicting ideas are always inside of me, um, f- like fighting against each other,
0: but, but really, at the same time, it, it's never been easier to stay inside and stay connected and entertained. Right. Like imagine if we <laughs> yeah. didn't have the internet or phones, you know, like, so I don't, I don't imagine know. It's if like, this was the
1: blitz. Imagine if, I mean, cause that's what the blitz was, right? Stay yeah. inside. Right. Or yeah. you would literally die from being right. bonked.
0: <laughs> but instead, we've decided that we're sick of staying inside for, you know, for the past two months or whatever. So we're going to go outside now and, you know, well, the, let the chips fall where they may, I guess. Whatever. I, you know, it's fun. Listen, <laughs> listen, I probably won't get it.
1: Oh, I, pro- I already had it. I already yeah. had
0: it. Yeah, so, no, yeah. I, yeah, I already had it.
1: <laughs> so don't worry about Time it. Turn it up. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Another thing that's What's breaking say? my brain <laughs> another thing that's breaking my brain is um some I knew it was gonna happen. I knew it was gonna happen as soon as these uprisings started and there was a new focus on police brutality mm-hmm. um they were I knew it people because one the, one of the first things people bring up, I've participated in this in the past. I've since repented, but like. Mm. I, the, the the big thing is to be like, these corrupt police unions are the problem, right? Yeah. Which, because...
0: Uh, hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. this is complicated, right? It so, is. Yeah. M- my thought on this is police unions... So, police unions are very powerful and they protect their members. And the reason that that's bad is because they protect their worst members who are people who have killed other people but the thing is they are performing the function of a union that I wish that every other union was as powerful as a police union. Yeah. Just just empowered to like protect workers from being crushed by equipment or whatever. When you
1: look at it, they're being a good union. They're doing the job of the union. they're,
0: They're being a good union, just not in service of particularly good ends. I would say.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. So, but what happens is you open, when you open up the door To making this about police unions, you open up the door to it becoming about well, what about other unions? Right, and we all knew this was going to happen, and boy howdy has it has it started to happen? And guess would you you
0: say that it popped off?
1: Take a guess which union you know they'd like to. uh, Hmm. Uh.
0: Uh. Sanitation workers. mm, Uh, No. The Teamsters. uh, Uh, No. uh, uh, This article. Commercial.
1: (laughs) This article from Dan Walters, who mm. is basically the the Butt Stevens of California opinion journalists, is oh my
0: god! You have a local one? That's terrible.
1: He's he's uh. I hate him so much. Uh, his his I article: police MC unions pa- police unions power wanes. But what about teachers? How about
0: teachers? Oh, uh, oh, you know, Turn it up. it's the teachers. The teachers the are teachers. the problem. We got them. Yeah. You know yeah. it's truly the teachers who are out of control in this country.
1: <laughs> it, this aggression just... will not stand, man. <laughs> uh...
0: No, here's what I want to do is give the sort of uh power that police unions have to the teachers. Cuz then we yeah. might actually have good schools.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly like the difference between a police union and a teachers union are are really important here because it it sort of illustrates where the where the issues lie and it's not with unions. Well it's- now, Aaron,
0: I think you'll find that they're both unions ipso facto. <laughs> they are the same.
1: <laughs> Do you understand that? Police are state agents who act against citizens for the state. Mm. Teachers are like the opposite.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they don't have a like enforcement
0: rule role. They're they Right. Apart apart from like getting in line, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Taking attendance.
1: (laughs) And and you look at the police benefits are just like astronomically better than teacher benefits and pay.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, what is the statistic of like policemen who work in New York but live outside the city in very fancy, ridiculous homes? Like some of those policemen get paid like $200,000 a year.
1: And it varies by place to place. Like I know, yeah, like sure. some of the policemen in my area, they they don't, you know, they're not wealthy but by any means. Were, but if you were, like, if
0: you were to rate, like on average, if you were to say, do police make more than teachers? I think the answer yes, would be yes, far yes, and away, a lot more. Yeah, like <laughs> a lot I would more. say at minimum, like twenty <laughs> to thirty thousand dollars a year more.
1: Right. Yeah, that's no. what it's about. I've actually looked at the numbers, and that's what it's that's about. Yeah,
0: yeah. Is. Um. It shows and, and, you because money money goes to to you know money demonstrates priorities so it shows you where our priorities are, frankly. Well,
1: and the thing that you'll find that teachers unions advocate for are things that are better for society. They're hmm. they're advocating on on behalf of the people, whereas police unions are not. They're advocating right. on behalf of themselves. Right. Um, yeah. They're advocating. On, what, it's like,
0: oh, you want to put body cams on us? You're gonna tie us down and keep us from protecting people from, I don't know, something. Whatever. You <laughs> can make it harder for us to do our jobs of beating innocent people in the streets.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's, it's just, it's just different. Like what they do. Um, it's almost like the difference between there being a teachers union and an army union. Like, oh yeah, yeah the the army should unionize. <laughs> well, like, what does that even mean? Like, right. The the police essentially represent the state like teachers don't really represent the state, you know, like, right. um, anyhow, the the thing, the thing that really gets under Dan, Dan waters or Wan dalters, uh, fingernails here that really bugs him about teachers unions and how they abuse power, just like the police is how they uh, fight against charter schools.
0: Oh, that's, that's yeah, his
1: that's example. An
0: abuse of power for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so, so here's an example. Because charter
0: where, schools are, are prima facie good. <laughs> this is
1: the, this is the thing that, that he brought up. Um, because in the recent California budget, uh, negotiations, the, the schools basically, the teachers unions, basically fought to not reduce funding a a substantial amount, but also to make all like emergency funding and stuff like that, not go towards charter schools because charter schools siphon money away from local school school uh, um, districts. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're basically like leeches on the system. Really? Right. Yeah. Um, and and so it's just like this. He was saying like that was an abuse of power to really hurt charter schools like that. It was like, buddy. <laughs> yeah.
0: No. I Yeah. I mean, uh, charter here's schools the thing. are probably you, worthy of a of a separate discussion, but the they're union, not really look, a the, thing.
1: <laughs> Here is what he says in the article, right? Um. Uh. The state's powerful education unions, led by the California Teachers Association, benefit from free provisions in this. Uh trailer bill on the on the budget one prohibits school districts from laying off teachers the second places a de facto cap on charter school enrollments and a third dilutes transparency and accountability for educational outcomes which you know are very important to, to measure during a pandemic when your mm. whole thing has been disrupted
0: yeah I, union- lo- I love to measure <laughs> educational outcomes that's never been a uh a, a, you know a cudgel by which you destroy school systems
1: this is, the, this is the funny thing. Like he, It's like he can't even see straight. He says that funding ignores districts' losses of students due to COVID-19 shutdowns by basing state school aid on 20 to 21 on pre-pandemic levels of att- attendance. It's mm. a windfall to school systems experiencing enrollment declines, but freezes funds for those seeing growth particularly charter schools thus it forces school unions long standing campaign to kneecap charter school expansions but like <laughs> why would enrollment go down yeah if it yeah. wasn't people charter schools sucking people and students and thus their funds because you're basically funded per a student right
0: right yeah well and we wouldn't want to have the public schools have a windfall that would be bad <laughs>
1: That would just be bad. I don't, you know, it's just like, I knew this was going to (laughs) happen. I've been waiting for it and I'm glad that they did it. Um, but I think it's one of these things of like, this is a thought that I've had a lot lately is like picking your battles and what you're going to argue about and bringing up like, Oh, the problem is unions. Like I'm not even going to have that argument with people really like when Mm. people talk about the police union, like, yeah, there are, Critiques to be made about police, the police unions, but Mm -hmm. that's just like so low on the list of things we need to be worrying about to me. Like right now, I yeah, you know, like, and and sometimes on the left, like people get caught up in these arguments that like are not beneficial to your goal. That's all. Sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So. Yeah. Speaking uh, of uh,
0: things that are complicated here. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how you are going to segue that. <laughs> uh, an observation I had, uh, um, I, have, I have gone to a few stores in the past couple months um, mm-hmm. to purchase some things, and one thing that I've noticed is the sort of general trend in retail stores of replacing sort of purpose-built point-of-sale equipment with like just an iPad and like a card reader. Mm -hmm. And I think it's interesting because you think about, um, you know, like a lot of this cash register equipment, admittedly it's, it's made for sort of times gone by. Like it has, uh, you know, things to like process checks or, you know, handle uh, like a cash drawer and things like that, which probably are not super needed anymore. But one thing that they did have was they often had hardware keyboards, that were nice mm-hmm. to type on, and they were well-designed. A lot of these point-of-sale equipment was designed by IBM, so it has very good keyboards. And now we've just done the thing, sort of the squareification. And it lasts for
1: a long time.
0: Indeed, yeah, very durable. And now you just toss an iPad at them and say, here, figure out our app, tap around on it, and type on this hard screen. And uh, that's what you get now, because this is cheap. Uh, and, it, and so <laughs> basically what you get is like an iPad like, a Verifone credit card reader if that, if not something that just plugs into the iPad itself and then, like, a receipt printer and, uh, it's interesting how poorly a lot of it seems to actually work in that, like, it seems to just be less reliable and, uh, yeah. people have more problems with it but also it's just user unfriendly uh, by virtue yeah. of being, like, the cheapest possible solution for this stuff. So I think it's and, interesting.
1: And um, the thing that this is like a technology thing but you know my job is i work in educational technology and i've actually seen this literally trying to replace cash registers mm. with just oh well let's just get him a chromebook let's just get him an ipad yeah um here you go it here's just, a,
0: here's an ipad with a square reader and you're good it to it just go. doesn't doesn't and work. That's the thing. An iPad with a square reader, I think, makes sense for like a food truck. You know, like where right. you're like scrappy. You know, just starting out. But if you're like Old Navy, like come on, <laughs> you have the money for a proper point of sale system.
1: Well, the thing that they do is, and this is the thing that management and administration and bosses and CEOs and these people think is, oh, it's just an iPad. Therefore. We don't have to provide any training.
0: Yeah. We do Everyone not knows how have to use to, an iPad.
1: We just throw the new thing at them and say, go at it.
0: Right. Which um, ignores how bad a lot of the like point of sale apps are.
1: And they've never used it themselves. There's nobody who knows how it works. The support is terrible. The people doing these jobs are not exactly like, you know, people on a cash reg- register are not usually, you know... Sp- People who are going to pick guaranteed up that to kind of tech stuff real savvy. quick, yeah, yeah. Um, so so yeah, it's a real problem, and it's like this idea that we can just just replace it with some simple thing without thinking through all the problems. Yeah, um, is is something it's cheap. that's like a huge problem in our society, and that, that I like I deal with on well, a daily basis.
0: Yeah, I mean we've been constantly like um, figuring out what's the cheapest possible thing we can do since like at least the seventies, if not longer.
1: And it's just funny that the people who aren't super tech literate are, they have this magical trust in technology. Right. Like it has basically replaced magic or the church. It yeah. is like, Oh, well we just trust in it. Whereas, we don't know about you, it. I think if you, you ask someone it,
0: like you, you know, who understands the technology and say, Hey, do you think it would be smart to replace our cash registers with iPads? You'd probably go, well, No. <laughs> Yeah. You know, if you ask any IT person about like, you know, deploying something new or, you know, like, oh, is this good? Like, will this make us, will this make us better and faster? The answer is going to be like, well, no, probably not. No. yeah no, I mean,
1: not <laughs> unless you put like, come up stuff with a This stuff isn't plan magic. And, yeah. Yeah. You can't <laughs> just, repl- you cannot. That's the thing that the lie that most technology in this world operates on. And, and it's, if anybody gets a chance to read the book by Neil Postman, Technopoly, um, it's basically, or technoc- well, Technopoly, yeah. It's about this notion that like, the lie is that technology can abrogate all of the the stuff that you don't want to have to do, mm-hmm. like actually working with people and actually Explaining and teaching and developing systems like we can just replace it with magic brick. We can just replace it with magic tablet.
0: Well we don't it's and that's not how
1: the world works.
0: Right. The the auto industry tried to do this in the eighties. They thought, well, we can just we'll just have robots build cars and yeah, uh, we'll get rid of all our workers. And it turned out that you don't you can't just bolt some robots down. It's very complicated, the steps to build a car. And you had things like robots welding each other or spray painting each other instead of the car and just causing, wreaking all sorts of havoc. And even if the
1: robots work 100% exactly how they're supposed to, who maintains the robots?
0: Right. Who (laughs) can,
1: I mean, you need to build more robots to maintain the robots?
0: Right. Also, how do you... all the way down. (laughs) Let's let's say you have an assembly line for a car that is 100% robot how do you check at the end of that assembly line that the car is, like, ready to ship to the customer? Right. Do, do you really think that you can, like, pass it under some cameras and say, yeah, it looks like it's in saleable condition or whatever? Like, yeah. no, there there are things that, that we simply cannot replace with technology.
1: Well, yeah. and, and what, it, what it is is it's basically... So much technology is a mechanical Turk in that it's just huh, a bit yeah. of flim-flam just- <laughs> magic
0: that hides people underneath that doing the hides
1: work. all of the people underneath who you can pay less
0: yeah to do the work right that's, that's what like it is. what I, you know i've read that a lot of like sort of machine learning like if you want to train an algorithm to recognize um mm-hmm. you know like objects or whatever um training it is a manual process And it turns out that you just like literally go on Mechanical Turk, Amazon's Mechanical Turk website, and pay people to like uh, draw boxes around the cars in this set of images. And that's literally how you do that, how you get those sorts of things up and running.
1: Yeah. Yeah. People don't think of technology as a tool. Like you should think of an iPad like you think of a screwdriver.
0: Right yeah like you can't just hand someone a screwdriver if they don't if they don't know how to use it to do what you want them to do, right? right. If your thing is build a desk, here's a screwdriver, and they have never built a <laughs> desk before, like yeah, how can you how do how can you expect that they will figure that out or like do it remotely, you know, similarly to how they used to do it,
1: <laughs> yeah, and my 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 i have my outlook on this is kind of one of these like I have a positive outlook because I see that younger generations are not as enraptured by technology.
0: Mm, mm -hmm. I think
1: that they've kind of like, since they've grown up in it, they kind of realize the lie to it all, you know?
0: Well, uh, yeah, and as we talked about with the venture capitalist thing, technology has lost its sort of sheen of like, um, you know, like, oh, it's really cool, and we don't really think about it beyond that. We've dealt with it enough now to be like, this stuff has consequences.
1: (laughs) And hopefully, I mean, who knows, you know, people get dumb as they get older. So who knows if that holds out. But I'm thinking hopefully it it will um, and people will start to think more critically about this stuff. um, And not just the people who, like me, are the ones who have to go and actually make it work when somebody above them makes a dumb decision. (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, let's just hand iPads out to everybody. Oh, let's just hand Chromebooks out to everybody. That'll solve everything. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank you for your patience. There's so many mistakes I have already made, but I'm working to be better day by day. I'm gonna make it, but for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing I have no idea what I'm doing